spit my last, you keep your hat, we all poor. Nowhere to go, I walk you through my front door. My niggas do the same, see when we was younger, you was my main. Nigga, I wouldn't figure you would be on that stand, putting my life up in your hands. Welcome back. Another episode of Real Nonsense. I'm your host, Stax. Also here with your co-host. Oh, yeah. My man's deep in some uh, some research right now. Yeah, that's Flem. I'm uh, looking at all these bets I fucking lost. Oh, yeah, man. We're going to bring, man. We're going to bring you in on uh, well, look, Commander's talk, man. Uh, recently, you went to the draft party at the command center itself, FedEx Field. Located in Landover, Maryland. Those of y'all that don't know, the Washington Commanders, named after DC, they practice in VA, <laughs> and they play in Maryland. <laughs> Tri-state effort. It is, man. Everybody got their hands on some Commanders. <laughs> Everybody got their hand in the pot, man. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, nobody want to house them, though. That's nobody. Yeah, it's kind of a pass off, pass off. Nobody they wants the it. privilege of having the whole shebang. <laughs> yeah, they need a new house, and like mm. nobody wants. Soccer got them. a sexier house, man. You seen Audi Stadium or Audi yeah. Field? I seen a big ass fucking Audi in the sky and shit. I was like, dog, when did this get built? Yeah, that's, for soccer place, games. Who's going to these? That place is pretty nice. That's I know. To, I'm sure it is. I want to go to a game now. That's where they used to play the uh, old XFL uh, games. Yeah, yeah. I want to go. I want to go to a DC United game now. XFL better than that USFL, but we'll talk about that later. Right, uh, right. But no, back to that Commanders part. But yeah, man, uh, Commanders put a new paint job up. Some new stuff. Uh, yeah, walk me through some first impressions. Let's start man. there. Yeah, let's start there. Let's just start with the with the overall ambiance. So, you, so you're outside. Uh, it's all new signage. It's a uh, it's a big white guy on a poster board. He he may or may not be from seemingly like a make a wish kind of thing. I don't know, but it happens to be the starting quarterback for the team. The guy looks decrepit. I'm telling you. And me and Stacks have shared a photo of this guy as well. He really just looks like like to the point of some some drug addict they found and kind of cleaned up. And put a suit on him, man. He, he he just doesn't look very becoming, but there's a huge picture of him. So I remember that. And then they have the new logo out there. And this is not to go on him because actually I had a great time. So uh, I'll preface it that way. But you do see the most uh, to Fred Smoot's analogy. That nigga's an ugly quarterback. And that's not really like a thing. Fred Smoot's funny as shit for making that up. But he's right. Carson Wentz is also an ugly ass quarterback. Uh, uh, ugly ugly quarterbacks <laughs> don't ball, man. Yeah, you just kind of just don't see it. Name me an ugly ass nigga that's balling. <laughs> but anyway, you see that guy's mug when you when you roll up. Uh, and I'd say that about any team. It doesn't matter who it is. If it was a funny picture, it doesn't matter who it is. But anyway, you see that uh, parking lot still the same. They need to work on that. Overall ambiance hasn't changed that much from walking out uh, outside to inside. You come inside uh, to Stack's point. They had some new paintings up. Uh, Commander paint. Yeah, nothing is old Redskins. Which had is good. the dub up. Yeah, the dub was everywhere. Uh, I like that. I like the dub. I'm a fan like of the that. dub. They kept an old feel of uh, kind of like a uh, carnival. It kind of felt that wayish. The the concession, it, but not in a bad way. It that just that was the theme. That was the ambiance to me, uh, where it wasn't a lot of like bells and whistles behind them. It was just strictly commanders on the fucking wall, and whatever they were serving. Uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, I didn't not love that. It was just I think yeah, that's the early stages too. They'll probably tweak it, twerk it, whatever. Uh, uh, to be honest, uh, honestly too, they're not gonna put much more into the stadium. They're you not. Know what I mean? They're not. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're looking to get a new home. Yeah, uh, it's not Jerry World or nothing. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I imagine what Jerry World draft party would have been like. Oh man, celebrities. <laughs> Oh, fucking stars walking by you. <laughs> LeBron might have been there. You know what I mean? <laughs> walking by a fucking nerd. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga said LeBron might have been there. <laughs> yeah, the other That was a paid event. <laughs> that was not our, a free event. That was a $45 event. Our, uh, you know, I got a topic, too, I want to talk about. You, shoot. Shoot. You, you, but I, I want to stay on them, but but we're going to go. You can't disrespect someone else's team if you don't really know them. It's, it's kind of – because I met this guy. I met this Broncos fan that really started talking shit about commanders. And I, I'm sitting here with my son, and I'm just kind of like, yo, I, I kind of want to pop back at you, like, not in a friendly way. You right. know? He's, like, right. he's like, I mean, look at you guys. You guys are trash, though. Like, you guys fucking suck. I mean, look at your fucking logo. It looks like a taco stand. So he said some shit like that. So we'll get into that. Oh, shit. Yeah, we'll get into that. You can't. Hey, hey, he was torturing. Trash talk is reserved. You got to have civil trash talk. He said, look at your fucking logo. It looks yeah. like a taco. I know exactly what he means, bro. Yeah. That little drink they serve yeah. at bars. Yeah, that's what <laughs> When you ordered three Maha tacos. That's what he was saying. So he was, he was pissing me off, right? He was popping off but at the hip. I thought about how barbaric I was to, to take that much offense. Like when the police finally get called, like, why'd you punch him in the face? He was talking shit about the commanders. <laughs> he was talking down. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You, you assaulted a man with your son because he's talking about a football team? But you know what? In the South and where them people, if this was Alabama. Oh, yeah, you get busted in your fucking nose. He talk shit about the Crimson Tide. <laughs> I told him I wasn't having it. Shut his goddamn mouth. <laughs> so I socked him when he did. Yeah, that would actually ride in Alabama. The fans might uncuff him. They would. <laughs> oh, sir. I, oh, oh, like oh, oh, I know he's talking about Bama. Yeah, it sounds like you were verbally instigating, but back to the. <laughs> right. Sounds like you started it. <laughs> but back to the uh, stadium real quick. It, it was good. Overall, it was good. Um, they had a nice VIP joint. We came up, man. Uh, Shout out to just to Stacks Point, man. He's at the universe, man. Sometimes got good stuff for you. And, Every and now the and then, man. Bring, and the energy you bring. Every now and then. We walk in. Um, <laughs> we, we do a quick survey around. There's a DJ. Uh, we proceed to do our rounds. We walk to the right. We walk past the Johnny Rockets. Uh, we're walking. We're walking. Uh, we walk past the VIP section. We're walking. We're walking. And as we're walking past the VIP section, two ladies, it appears to be two um, teenage children, probably early teenagers, Walk upon us. Let us. They immediately motion us to keep walking. <laughs> yeah. They say, keep walking. Say, what do you got? His brothers, what do you got? You know. Sky Flame immediately says, yeah, we do radio. I don't know why yeah, I said I that. I, that's literally my quote. <laughs> and I just look at him. I was just like, very weird thing to say to people that don't know you. It really was. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> I mean, it was the strangest thing ever. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't really give a shit what we had to say. Yes. They were just there to bless us. I could have kind of fucked us up. They said, man, we got here two VIP passes and two drink tickets. We didn't use them. You know, you can go right in. You're good. Yeah, just walk back. Doug Williams is in there and some other people that we didn't care about. Mark like I said, Rippin. Mark Rippin. Mm. I was like, why the fuck would I give a shit about? If I'm not really running in there to see Doug Williams, the first <laughs> black quarterback to win a Super Bowl, why the hell would I be running there to see Mark Rippin? Why would I give a shit if Mark Rippin is even still alive? Like, come that's on, man. Got, man. That's, like, that's what we got in there. I was like, you're, you're, like there are stars, but but to their credit, I'm sure they were in there getting peeled and good on them to come out. So I yeah. think 
I sit there, I sat there and shat on them, but I take it all back and I say good on them for showing up for the fan base. Um, but yeah, we got the VIP passes and two drink tickets. We bought two. We bought bought thirty dollars. Was it thirty dollars worth of beer just yes. to get the VIP passes and two drink tickets? We didn't eat any of the food. Yeah. Uh, because Scoob came, and we had to figure out, we had to cook up a plan how to get Scoob in. But a uh, funny little side story: when we got in, this guy that we met in the parking lot. So we're in the we're in the, oh. we're in the we're in the, we're, <laughs> we're in the parking lot. Get ready for a punch. We're, we're in the too. parking lot. Uh, uh, Flynn has this ultimate blunt. He brings uh he got from all the puss. So we're in my whip. We're sparking the joint. And this this fucking scrambled light skinned guy, he's drunk as hell. He looks scrambled for he's visibly scrambled. Yeah, like yeah. you can see from twenty feet he's scrambled. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's, he's coming up on yeah, us. Yeah, he's but he's walking, it's him and his wife. His wife is like this short little black chick. And he, he smells the gas. Apparently, I don't even understand. I don't, I don't understand. How, how does he come over here? How does he even the get the blunt? The blunt is so outrageously. The blunt is huge. Small, yeah. It, 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 there's a clear smell of weed in the air. And, and the, yeah. blunt, the blunt is like the size of a Cuban cigar. <laughs> right. So he, he puts those. So he smells it. He does the little radar search. Sees me. And then this is yeah. where I fuck up. I make eye contact with him. And that was it. Right. He, 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 he smells weed. He sees a Cuban cigar full of lines. weed. He, yeah. he immediately comes over. Beelines right to us. Seems to ask, hey, man, you got to let me hit that. <laughs> yes. And part of me, I'm not going to lie. As I'm sitting there, part of me is like, I mean, I seen, I was like, I wasn't going to be that guy. But part of me was like, hey, nigga, we ain't got to let you do nothing. All right. You can get yeah, the, I can just roll this fucking Right. Window. I can just scroll this window up. Yeah, like, like, uh, honestly. Hey, man, we're sitting nice. I'm, we're I'm sitting. not, I'm not going to lie. If I, if we were, if we were in reverse places, I might have laughed. I might have laughed him he's, off and been like, COVID, baby. <laughs> he's got. He's got balls because, be honest, the, he uh, came over there kind of aggressive. But your whip, even even all to me walking over, I'd be like, nah, these could be players, man. I'm not. Like, you know what I mean? I'm walking over. I'm like, these niggas could play for the Commanders. I'm not about to ask these niggas. Like that's how ball. He really has some balls to walk over to this joint and be like, hey guys, because uh, we could have straight up carried his ass. Like, Fuck out of here, man! As I said, I might. I was like, my instinct might have been. The, my instinct might. I wouldn't have carried him hard, but I would have. Right, like, I would have made a joke and been like, nah. But you was like, this one, it, yeah. it's funny because as I was thinking that, I I noticed you didn't immediately. Your your, your reaction wasn't immediate. Yeah, and I've been around you long enough to know. In them in them situations, when that's what you want to do, your reaction is almost instantaneous. Get in here, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're shoving the weed out the window, man. Get well, in here, man. You know what? I was feeling bad for him. But I was feeling bad for his wife simultaneously that he was that hit to where he was out there. Just walking up. up on random cars. Yeah, like, it wasn't yeah, like we were in a club or like, it, like look, we're at a draft party, man. We're sitting in our car. You shouldn't we're, be talking to yeah, us. Yeah, we're sitting in, it's daylight out. We're sitting in car. People are still pulling up and parking. The fact we're smoking weed out there is actually a little, uh, it's Maryland, so I mean, fuck you guys. But it's, Leave us alone. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. fact, we're, let's put it this way, the fact we're smoking weed out there, it's a clear deterrent to talk to us. I wouldn't do it. Put it's it a, that way. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have, yeah. I would have walked on, a, I would have went through a different car some random niggas <laughs> in a in, in fedex field parking lot oh great idea what happened to wendell well he walked up to some niggas he didn't know <laughs> some niggas he didn't know smoking a finger-sized blunt <laughs> and asked to fucking hit it and it didn't go right I mean, no i'm not doing that shit <laughs> dude was lunching man but he, he's fucking lunching but lucky for him he rolled up on some cool ass niggas yeah we see him back inside though that's the funny part that's the fair that's the funny part later we see that he says he leaves his wife. He leaves his wife out of VIP. That, that's the funny part later when we when we see him later. His wife, his we, wife says some weird ass shit. Uh, we're, we're, as we pass him the blunt, she says like, "Go ahead, go ahead. I, I got you." But he's, I he's, got some audio. Oh, you got some? You were recording? 
I recorded him and he listen, y'all. This is the funniest part. When you tell people you do radio, watch he tightens up like an alligator, man. This nigga literally is just now thinking like, man, don't show my wife this shit. I'm like, bro, you never heard of me. You never listen to anything I've ever Oh no, no, no. I remember that. Yeah, you, that was afterwards. That's when we got inside. Literally, yeah. his wife says like this awkward shit about eating <laughs> butt or something like that. Niggas sharing blood. Like we give him the blood and he's like, they niggas could be eating ass or something or whatever. And she says it in such a weird way that you can't tell if it's a joke or not because everybody is quiet and every the air she like sucks the air out of the room it's like yo we were kind enough to let your nigga smoke this weed and then you say this awkward ass shit i was like you're weird as shit and then like we just kind of let it ride or whatever and then they walk off it was weird it was weird as shit i was literally like dude what i was like what's wrong with your chick like why would you say i, was, I would never be with a chick that would lean over three niggas smoking a blunt and a, two of them you don't know in a foreign car and lean over to the car and say, hey, man, y'all niggas could be eating ass like y'all sharing blunts. Like, what the fuck is up with this? Like, right. I was just I was just so blown away. She said that shit. But long story short, we see these motherfuckers uh, later on uh, in inside. And uh, as we're going to VIP. Uh, we go out to get school. This is where we miss all the food. We miss all the fucking food because we go out. We, go, we we get drinks. We use our drink tickets. We get some drinks. Niggas ain't even taking drink tickets. They're just pouring niggas up. That is we, true. We get poured up. So shots out to the commanders for that. Shots out yeah. to the commanders Wh- for the straight up for pouring. Pour. Whoever catered for the VIP, That's shouts the out to them because yeah. they were straight up pouring. They poured us up. We walked out. We got Scoob. We cooked up a scheme to get him in. We get him in. As we get him in, this guy walks up on us and he's like, ah, and he's he's even more fucked up. So he's clearly had a couple of those ten dollar beers. Uh, he proceeds to tell us, "Yeah, I got in, but she ain't get in." You want so, some audio from we, it? We say what? I say he he basically said she's out at the gate, and I was like, "Who's out at the gate? Your fucking wife?" And I'm like, he's like, ha, ha, ha. and I'm like, bro, you left your wife at the fucking gate, and this nigga tries to like, he tries to like, bro, crony me. He's like, he's like, oh, I mean, come on, am I the only one married? Like, I'm like, oh. I was like, no, you want to brought your fucking wife. I was like, a, you're the only one that brought your fucking wife, and b, you're the only one of us that will leave their fucking wife at the gate. You just why like, you double up in VIP? Yeah, I was like, I was like, nigga, why is your wife at the gate and you're in here, man? Going to eat and drink for free. Here's bruh, a- I couldn't believe that nigga, bro. I was blown away. Here's all. Audio from him. He said, I'm single. I'm a local realtor. You, that's all he you, got. That's all he, he got, he, man. He left his wife confidently. But you can tell a nigga's not selling houses if when he's out having a good time, he has to tell you he's selling fucking houses. I'm so, bro, he handed us his card. I, I found it today. I, was I saw a bunch of his card. We're going to call him up. Uh, man, oh, that's yeah, a, we'll punch him up. That's uh, a fucking sure. punch him up, man. But we, we be funny. <laughs> this is a long-ass intro. <laughs> We're going to punch him up. But long story short, man, the commander's draft party was cool. Uh, the command center was cool. Had a good yeah. time. VIP. Uh, we got drunk. Shout out to them guys pouring. But it takes us into our next subject, man. Uh, first pick, Johan Dotson. Whatever the Johan Dotson. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about trading back and then selecting this guy with our first pick? 
What I've heard at 18 or whatever the hell we selected him at. Uh, what I heard, they they thought he. This is what I heard. They thought he had. He was the 16th. Be- I mean, not 16th. Be- he was the second best wide receiver in the draft. That's what they. If that's true, then trading back and getting your guy. Obviously, that's the perfect scenario. I don't know how much I believe that. Um, but if they evaluate over there that way and whatever he has to fit their scheme and to fit their system, because this is the thing. This is my thing about drafting, right? Because drafting is my favorite part of sports. Uh, right. It doesn't matter sport. Baseball draft, the NBA draft. I love draft. I Guys love getting predict- selected and panning out. Yeah. yeah now, granted, I'm, I'm, football is my weakest draft. Because I, I can't tell you if a defensive tackle is going to be good or a lot. The only thing I focus on in football is quarterbacks. I do like yeah. looking at those niggas yeah. and, and really getting a, a good feeling on them. But outside of everybody else, like, if you show me a cornerback, I'm like, I mean, you know. Anyway, but, I mean, you you know good is good, though, when you see it. But, anyway, uh, drafts with those, you have to understand what is publicly good or seemingly good may honestly just not be what the philosophy is. Like the Patriots. Patriots historically, quote-unquote, draft bad. They do, though, even looking at how players pan out. But you also have to just look at usage rate. I think I think Patriots are the kind of team that really values usage, depth, uh, really like to their even motto, mantra, just do your job. If they're drafting for just your job, if you draft a guy, like honestly, just take a Patriot prospect. If you draft a cornerback that is he's terrible in man coverage and uh, not necessarily fast, but super excels in zone. They look at that, and if they're playing heavy zone, if they realize, okay, we play 67% zone, uh, you know, for our system, he is worth whatever picky they take him at. Mm. That's kind of the difference in drafting, though. That's the, I say all that to say people will give the grades, but honestly, you really, if you're not building that team, you really can't say or no. You, you really can't. So so I say all that to say he's... You don't know what their scheme or what their goal is. Now, some guys is. you do, though. Yeah. Some guys... If Chase, you know what they're playing in. Jamar Chase, yeah. Jefferson, Burrow, even Allen to an extent, uh, uh, Lamar a little bit. When you saw Lamar College, you knew, like, I don't know if he'll be a good quarterback, but I know this nigga can run. It's they traded up guys. for him. Yeah. yeah, but it's some guys. I say all those names to say it's some guys you look at and just like, these niggas are fucking talented. But I, I'm, I'm more harping on the guys where people are like, oh, this third-round pick, that don't make no sense. This fourth-round pick. It's hard to get into that because, honestly, you're picking those niggas to either, A, be just the best at their position you think, and then, B, probably fill a need but not like a positional need. We might just have a need for uh, more blocking. So we may take a fullback over over a line, whatever our philosophy is, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, 49ers will draft a fullback. No other team will draft a fullback. You tell the 49ers that's a bad choice? Yeah, yeah. It, it depends I, on your philosophy, though. I see what you're saying. We getting we getting a little away from it, though, as far as how you feel about Jahan Dotson specifically, and uh, oh, shit. what he means for the Commanders and our pick. <laughs> oh, and you oh, know, yeah, okay. With that though, with all that said, uh, how you feel about it is what I mean. Yeah, I like it. Just you like it? based on, like I said, me hearing that they thought he was number two. Mm. If he was number two on their board, then yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Uh, you're gonna use him right away. Um, but they, they overall drafted like they were an established team. I didn't love that overall, the, the way it came across. They didn't take enough chances to me. They didn't move and shake. They didn't get up and down the board. But as far as Dotson, yeah, I mean, he's not a bad first-round pick. Put it that way. Not bad. 
He's got to produce. But they put uh, a lot of pressure on on a receiver. But go ahead on a first round receiver like that. But he's got to produce. And it's tough because you know how I feel about guys that are five eleven. Um, I'm not a fan of small guys. Just not in this league anymore. Not when cornerbacks are coming off the gate six feet. Sauce Gardner is six foot three. Um, what's a five eleven guy going to do against a six foot three guy who's never had a touchdown scored on him? I'm just not. I'm just not crazy about small guys. I like the DK Metcalfs. I don't know how DK Metcalfs fell to the Seahawks. It's absolutely nuts. I wouldn't have needed to see him play a single game of football. Show me a picture of him. Show me those numbers. I'll I'll, I'll bring him over here. I'll have I'll find the use for him. I can find the use for that on my football team. What don't, what's not to like? Yeah. What is not to like? And I feel the exact opposite about this guy, Jahad Dawson. The senses. What is there to like at five yeah. eleven? But. I mean, again, there's guys like Steve Smith, um, uh, you know, Jamar Chase. How tall is he? Six feet even, maybe? But why are you drafting him you know, at 15? But, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, less, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I, especially no, I when we're drafting, new, we're drafting guys with our first-round pick when we haven't paid Terry McLaurin. We're drafting guys with average I'm, deals. I'm not comfortable with that either. Yeah. We haven't, played, we haven't paid Terry McLaurin, and we're drafting guys. We're drafting guys that look like him. They're just you know, Chris yeah, Paul. Like, you who know just oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for me. For if me, you pointed at Chris Paul and said, that's your next receiver. Exactly right. You'd be like, I mean, I was like, I would him. be like, I'd be like, bro, we don't got a quarterback for no look. To me, I've always believed, I've always him. believed that short guys, short like scat receivers like that, need accurate Aaron Rodgers type quarterbacks. The guy, the Aaron Rodgers, the Joe Burrows, the Peyton Mannings, the Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes, the dynamic guys can work with shorter receivers. But for a guy like a Carson Wentz, uh, he needs a big old target with a big old pass catching radius, like. Yeah. Best, um, pretty much just knock I heard on it, but I agreed. Best dude might be is Tyler Lockett. Like, and that was honestly. like, bro, that, that means we need a Russell Wilson to get him the ball. How yeah. does Tyler Lockett play when, when Russell Wilson don't play? What does Tyler Lockett do? Big play guy. That's what we're hoping. We're hoping he's a hey, When Russell Wilson didn't play, who caught the touchdowns? DK Metcalf. What did Geno Smith do? He threw yeah. the, the few touchdowns Geno Smith did throw. They went to the biggest target with the most catch radius. You want Metcalfs. To that, to uh, that. You don't want Tyler Lockett's. You want DK Metcalfs. But I will say from what I hear, uh, we were apparently eyeing Drake London, which I would have absolutely yeah. loved. That's and ATL turned the tables on us. We thought they would take a quarterback or something, and they kind of turned the table on us, tables on us. Yeah. Because if they had drafted Drake London, I would have been through the roof. I'd have been ecstatic if they had drafted a six-five guy. I'd have been ecstatic. No way my football team's that bad, and I go luxury pick. That but you know what they're thinking? They're thinking they're they're thinking about um. We trading back first. They're thinking uh. They fucked up way more spots. They're thinking like uh. They're, yeah, they're, they're, cool, their yo. ideas make it sexier. Make it make it attractive for a quarterback to come here. You got Kyle Pitts. You got uh. Yeah, Drake. You got Julio, and then you got this guy. Uh, you got this guy. This guy Ritter, who they picked up, who we're going to talk about in a little bit in the little segment I got coming up. But um, now that we talked about the first round pick, I just moved. Who was your, who'd you like the best? Who was your favorite picks in the draft? Commanders are just overall commanders. Uh, out of those guys, out of that, out of that lot, give me that running back. Um, I think because 
Gibson doesn't pass the eye test for me, and I know that's not favorable in the commander I feel that. community. I feel that. I don't feel. I don't. I don't he, feel solid on Gibson. Yeah, man. He he don't. And there's this he's new, not a, he doesn't come off as a workhorse to me. There's this new stat out. Uh, they got more stats about usage. Uh, baseball started usage, but they got more stats now about usage rates in football. So they started it with quarterbacks, of course, most popular position. But anyway, <coughs> it's basically where they. Uh, no, basketball, I'm so sorry. Basketball started the usage rates. But it basically weighs same in basketball where every shot is not the same. A layup is just not the fucking same as a three-pointer with two niggas in your face. Same thing with a quarterback, a 30-yard completion. They weigh them differently, so then they calculate your usage. But anyway, it moved to running game in football. Gibson had the lowest uh, fucking average of yards that where basically the yards were already blocked for him, and he was gaining yards on plays. Basically, uh, basically, there's a usage stat out there, and Gibson rated the lowest in it. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, so that's the that's the nut of it. But I Gibson's say never say, passed the eye test. For this kid to me, I, I just think he's going to hit the hole. I think he's a third round pick. He got to prove something, and I think he's just going to come out there and work. He looks lunch pale, Alabama. I think he just wants to go out there first, second down, and just bruise. Uh, yeah, that's it. Like again, I can't rate other positions, uh, but definitely that one. I, if I just had to look off script, somebody that I think is going to play because the only thing he's got in front of him is Gibson, Patterson, and no one's touching McKissick because McKissick has his own special role with the um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah they, with the scat. They, back, yeah, they so. part of heaven and earth to get him back. Yeah, yes, but but yeah, so no one's touching McKissick's role. He's he's gonna have the scat and the catches. He's third down back easy, but man, you talking, this kid already been blocking and, and and playing in pretty much that Alabama pro style. That dude's gonna come in first. He's gonna push, especially if Gibson keeps fumbling too. That's his other fucking problem. Gibson's yeah. a fumbling he got that motherfucker. Yeah, so that killed him last year. I mean, he's been fumbling in crucial times. So I'm telling you, he fumbled two balls week one and let's say week three. In, in a crucial moments, you best believe we're going to see that third round back. I'm telling you. You best believe we're going <laughs> to see that third round back. Yeah, who did? I think only had two career fumbles at Alabama. Maybe one. Maybe one. But he didn't play a lot. He was a five-year guy, but he played behind some great backs. Najee Harris. Uh, Damn, whoever. Yeah. yeah, he played behind Harris, and it was two or three other backs that were at Alabama before him, so where people kind of gave it a pass is like, I mean, was he going? Was he a high? He's not a Heisman Trophy guy. He's just a guy that could just survive in the Alabama system. And the last year when all them niggas left, they played him. Uh, but yeah, to answer it, I'm I'm long winded today. Yeah, right. But uh, that's my favorite <laughs> hey, pick. Hey, that's hot, man. I'm glad you feel that strongly. Uh, I don't have nobody I felt that strongly about. Yeah. Uh, I will say a pick I I did particularly like was the tight end they grabbed Cole Turner. Uh, saw saw a yeah. bit of his film, saw a bit of his tape. A lot of hands catches. A lot six six big tight end vertical and a lot of hands catches. That guy has hands. Yeah. Uh, I think he can do something. Logan Tom Logan Thomas. Uh, I still remember that. I just can't get over that year in which he was the highest targeted tight end in the NFL, and he wasn't nowhere on that yardage or touchdowns leader list. He's I just couldn't guy, get over it. Another guy for the eye test, Logan. Yeah. I just couldn't. He's, he's big. Pass? Yeah, he can do certain things just because he's so big, but I would prefer a guy that's like a star. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe Logan Thomas is a star. This guy, Cole Turner, perhaps he'd become a pass catching, pass catching star at the tight end position we're looking for. Maybe to compliment Terry McLaurin, can't stress this enough. We need to get that guy paid before he tells us to eat a dick. Uh, yeah. Terry McLaurin seems like the kind of guy who's very amenable in contracts 
negotiations, unlike Debo Samuel. I feel like if Terry McLaurin decides he wants to test the market, he's going to find a home. Yeah, he's going to find a home. I don't feel like Terry is trying to throw somebody over the barrel for 26 mil per. Yeah. Don't think he is. Could be wrong. I don't know. But uh, Cole Turner, my takeaway from that. Uh, I'm going to move into this next segment. Preseason must-see quarterbacks. Uh, As you know, for this draft, it was a terrible, 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 terrible draft for quarterbacks. Historically bad draft for quarterbacks. Only person to go first was... uh, Drum roll, your man. Yeah, Kenny P. Kenny P. Man, he was the only he was the only top tier guy. He should have went higher. Kenny P. Went at uh, pick twenty. Listen, uh, Falcons will regret it. Um, the Falcons are going to regret not picking Kenny P. Falcons will regret it. Uh, all the teams that needed one, Carolinas. The Falcons are going to regret gonna, not taking regret Kenny it. P. I'm telling you. But uh, yeah, quarterbacks overall. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the quarterbacks, man. Here you go, man. Here we go. Go for it. Here's here's how we're going to break this down. I'm going to tell you the, the rookie quarterback and the team. Mm-hmm. I've compiled the list here of rookie quarterbacks that I feel are in unique positions because they're behind guys that are not particular. They're either in a unique position mm-hmm. or they're behind guys that are not solid starters. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not. I'm talking about guys that have lost a job before, potentially. I'm not talking about guys like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has never lost a job. Yeah, say what true. you want to say about him. He's never lost a job. True. But uh, first up, we got Malik Willis, drafted by Tennessee, playing behind Ryan Tannehill, who was shipped off by the Miami Dolphins. They said we couldn't do nothing with him. Didn't like him. Couldn't figure him out. He's had a resurgence somewhat in Tennessee. Uh, I think, for me, I think his preseason is must-see because he dropped – People had him as the best guy in the draft, supposedly. And for you to fall like this into the Titans, no less, there are teams centered around running. You are a guy who runs probably better than you pass mechanically. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's some synergy there. Ryan Tannehill don't move like that. Some West Coast offense action. I don't know. How do you feel about that? He's got the most anticipated preseason, for sure. Uh Definitely for sure, because A, he's got the, even something to prove to the fans that thought he was a first-round pick uh, who got sucked into that. They got they want him to do good, so they're going to be tuning in. And then even to himself with the chip with him third-round pick, he's he's definitely feeling like, okay, I got something to prove. And he can't wait for his preseason. A lot of people can't wait for his preseason. Yeah. Uh, over, Tannehill will be all right in that job, but it'll be his job. They're going to give him a shot. Uh, it depends on them. Now, uh, every year you got some teams that go from first to worst. Uh, if the Titans end up getting bit with that bug that was a, a contender this year and ends up being a dud, uh, you'll see him sooner than later. But, uh, yeah, he'll, he'll have his shot, though. But, yeah, his preseason, his preseason, he's, he's definitely going to be the, the number one ticket. That's okay. who you want to see. I can dig it. Chip. And I got to predict. We're going to keep going. We, I want that same thing from you. I want a prediction at the end as well. I like that prediction. You got him. If they tank out, he'll get some time to play. But oh, other, yeah. other, otherwise, you won't see him. He won't see him. Yeah, I can dig you it. won't see him. Uh, up next, we got Desmond Ritter and ATL behind Marcus Mariota uh, getting his first chance to even start again after riding the pine behind Derek Carr on the Raiders. <laughs> uh, Desmond Ritter was a guy I personally liked. Uh, I liked his feet. Uh, I liked his patience in the pocket. He read left to right. He's a guy that goes through his progressions. I saw him hit his third read on a numerous amount of throws. He's got a relatively good deep ball. 
Not a lot of zing on it, but I mean, he can get it there. He's got gives you a little bit of scramble, a little bit of athleticism. Yeah. Uh, he can break a tackle or two, uh, and he calls plays. He runs a very pro style offense. Uh, he seems like a lunch pail guy as well. Uh, he's a father. He was a guy I liked. I was, you know, not that it has anything to do with anything, no, no, but to no, me, no, he does. seemed he seemed kind of buttoned up to me. I like that, that about him. You know that what you like about him, us as GM partners. I would literally tell you this guy's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> he, had a, he, had this, he had this fucking quote that I just hated. He had this quote when he got drafted. He said, "This nigga said, and I would hate it if I fucking drafted him." This nigga uh, said, "I'm not leaving Atlanta." Oh, and so I went a Super Bowl. Oh, I saw that. I got you. <laughs> Why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> Why the fuck would you say something like that? He's a jackass. I did see that. But no, I said I have to say no. Uh, he is buttoned up. Um, he's he's the Kaepernick. That's what I was saying. You'll yeah. see him. You're definitely gonna see him this year. I saw First him. I saw. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Fan I, base. I yeah. Fan base. Is not nobody wants. To, we know what Mariota's coming yeah. to the table with. Yeah. We're gonna give Mariota those four to five games. We're gonna start fucking beating at the door, and if not by game seven. It's a mutiny. Yeah. It's a fucking and, so and his, his the pre- locker room's gonna feel like that. Yeah, his preseason. So so his preseason snaps up there with uh, oh, up there pre- with Malik as far oh, as scrutiny. Oh yeah, people want to see him. That'll really get. That'll be what uh, gets the gets the conversation going. Judges how soon you see him. Yeah, yeah. that'll be what it is. If like he has that. a great preseason, yeah, you'll see Ritter a lot. Drake sooner. London, Kyle Pitts. Oh, He's yeah. got some weapons to do some things with. Let the young boy off the leash. Yeah, yeah. cut well, him loose. Yeah. He's yeah. slinging it. Yeah. He's slinging it. I would hate to be Mario. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the city just can't and, wait and to soon, not see you. As soon as you got you got your shot with low ass expectations, them niggas said too low. <laughs> <laughs> them niggas said too low. We gonna grab this young boy. Who you got next? Uh, coming up next, uh, very own Commanders Sam Howell uh, playing behind notoriously shaky Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm going to go first on Sam Howell. You gave a great breakdown on him. I like to break down. I listened to it, and it was funny. I felt that. I watched, I watched some of his tape, and it was, I, I saw a great film. I, I saw some great film, and I can see what happened when Dynami Brown and that guy Homestead left. His first, two ye- his first two years is nothing but pocket bombs to these guys. I mean, he's peppering them with targets. Every other catches these guys. He's Mayfield 2.0. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he is. I, I see, I see what you mean. The, the size and the look of him. Is, he looks like but he, plays he looks different. like a more buttoned-up Baker Mayfield. Yeah. A Baker Mayfield that makes better decisions in a sense where... <laughs> yeah, his, not drunk Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah, his yeah. balls... And I saw it. None of his balls... they. He he didn't throw anybody open. I saw what you mean by it. all his balls were pinpoint. But to his credit, uh, other than Dynamic Brown or whatever that guy's name is, the guy Homestead, he liked to pepper. He yeah. wasn't getting a whole lot of separation. Yeah. A lot of those, <laughs> a lot of those balls, there was yeah. not a lot of separation, and he was putting it up there. He was putting it up there for him. He, he, yeah. he takes chances. He's got feet. I like his feet. His mm. feet are great. He, he gets mm. out of that pocket when he needs to. For a white boy? Stands, but yeah. For a white gets, boy? He gets out of the move. pocket when he needs to, but he's, he's not afraid to stand in there like a statue and throw that top ball. Again, I would like a little more zip uh, on the deep ball, but okay. the decision-making, and the, he can get it there. I will say that. He has an yeah, NFL arm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a question. Yeah, the gun. Yeah, he, he, he has, has an NFL gun. arm. That's not a question. I would like he to does. see him. I would like to see him put a little bit more on it and throw guys open as yeah. opposed to hitting them. I mean, a lot of his balls are coming. But, they're coming right on the money. Like, man, you you got to get to that catch point right there. But that's why I like Pickett so much because Pickett, niggas on you, doesn't matter. 
Doesn't matter. Like he's one of those guys. He he, and that's the NFL game. Yeah. He's we got we, we got well, we got picking next. We're gonna talk oh, about okay. picking next. But, but to his next. point, you won't see him this year. Uh, you don't think you'll see Sam this year? Yeah, I don't think so. Commanders, either. knock on wood. I shouldn't even say this on radio. I won't say. I feel like I'm you're about to say Jesus. what I'm thinking. My, my, yeah, but my depression part about Sam is this: Sam provides. Now no that I now that I've looked into him a little bit more, I was harsh on him when I just looked at the numbers, but. That's one thing that I've always known, but doing radio has really hammered it home. Mm. Doing radio and watching this stuff simultaneously, numbers and stats do not tell the whole story. They never do. You look, at his, you look at his numbers going down. When he lost those guys, it was funny. I, I saw that junior year when he had to pepper different guys. That line was awful. Yeah, suddenly he's running like suddenly. He's running there's for his life. You can literally, in a 13-minute clip, <laughs> you can see his highlights go from literally like he's in the he, – he's like a statue. In the first two, he's like a statue just dropping it in, chucking balls. <laughs> Getting to guys, and then in the, and then the around the end of the clip, suddenly he's moving, he's scrambling, he's hitting guys you've never seen before. He's 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 suddenly he's pe- he's peppering all these different guys, and I'm like, bro, I saw him key up on playmakers, yeah. and now he's peppering all these different guys. I see the team drop off. It doesn't tell the whole story. His rushing yards, they said the first two years he had 181 rushing yards combined. The third year when he lost all his stars. He had 828 rushing yards. It's a guy that's going to put his body on the line who wants to win. If he came out sophomore year behind Lawrence, they had him second. Uh, they had him second off the board uh, last year's draft. So that tells you how good he was. Now, to fall that far, I, I don't know how special they wanted him to be, but maybe that's NFL too. This is yeah. the thing it told From what me I hear, Ron been playing paddywhack about him. He's saying all the right things, but they say yeah. when you ask Ron enough questions, he leaks two, like, man, we really like Sam. Two, two things, but I won't take us off track. Uh, two things about that. One thing, you just saying that. I heard, I don't know if you heard the report that Ron called Carson. Yeah, the, yeah he said he called him and told him that he's adding by one. <laughs> I don't you know. I don't. I do like that. You got to respect his business. Yeah, yeah Carson's been, maybe we, it is. It, it, it maybe is. I'm being it too is. hard on him. It yeah. is. Because, okay. because we brought the, you the, here the, saying the, one thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It, okay. It's respectful to Carson, but that's yeah. my, my, my beef about Carson is the problem is if Carson Wentz turns in, this, this is the problem with the commanders. The season that Carson Wentz turned in at Indianapolis got him shipped off. That same season will get him a contract extension here. <laughs> Yeah, he's not and then we'll never fucking people. see Sam Howell. Yeah, so I kind of need him to tank a bit. I know what you mean because Ron, I, I do, see, I do agree with you. We're not going to see him this year because Ron is not looking to screw around that court. Ron is tired of this quarterback shit. He got to push. He has not dealt with this quarterback shit in his tenure. Dealing with it sucks. There's all this sexual harassment shit. We're getting investigated every other month. Ron is tired of the shit. <laughs> yeah. Ron, Carson Wentz has been hired. Carson Wentz is the goddamn quarterback. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I agree with you there. We're probably not going to see Sam, but uh, a little extended on the Commanders. I really would love to see Sam. I like his stuff. But moving on, your yeah, guy Kenny him. Pickett. Uh, uh, I could hot take. I I'll let you go hot, first. Kenny Pickett, man, his preseason's going to be musty. Oh, yeah, we I didn't even do Sam. Sam Howell preseason musty. Or oh yeah, he's musty. Gonna flash. He's going to be. He's going to blow Carson. You think he's going to flash? He's going to blow. You call him flashing? Wait till you see Carson's face. You got him flashing. He's going to do some. I would absolutely love. It's, it's only us. I the would absolutely love to see Sam Howell show flashes in preseason. The I football. would I would lose. I, I'm saying it right now on a syndicated broadcast. Y'all are going to hear me on here screaming. You're going to hear me. Scream. Let, let Sam Howell go out there and throw a couple totters. I'm going to be on this microphone screaming at the top of my lungs. He's going three TDs in one preseason. I'm three preseason. The, look, I'm telling you, uh, this is why, though, 
guys like him, and this is why I'm a fourth preseason game guy. A lot of people hate it. Even the players, I get it. But me, but the, because it's selfish. The fourth preseason game is only for one position. Mm. Quarterback. Quarterback, yeah. That's it. All four of them are for quarterbacks, yeah. especially the fourth. You don't yeah. get Tony Romo without the fourth preseason game. But anyway, yeah. uh, with him, uh, just to wrap him up with a bow, um, yeah, to your point, he's going to have a domino. He, that nigga's going to have a dynamite because it, the football guys have it no other way than the commanders paying fucking. $28 million for a, And then we draft and a stud. Five we draft a stud. <laughs> With a chip on his shoulder. We draft a stud, a lunch pail stud in the fifth round. It's I already my, lives it, in the tape. Sh- you heard the tape rumors? I already done, I heard niggas come to work. They're like, damn, Sam. Look, I'm telling you, man. Niggas said coming to the commanders is a dream come true. I'm so excited to sit behind a guy like Carson Wentz and just kind of learn to be a pro. Saying all the right <laughs> things. Already got good habits. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm with you, man. I'm going to be chomping at the bit for Commander's preseason, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll, I'll go out on a limb. Sam Howell, dynamite preseason. All right, we're calling it, man. Uh, Kenny Pickett, Pittsburgh. Got him selected, man. Talk about his preseason. I feel like his preseason is going to be pretty be average. big. It'd be average. Think it's going to be his preseason going to be average? Be average. He'll win the job in it just because of respect for Trubisky. I don't think they knew. I don't think they went in that draft. Because Pittsburgh's savvy. They'll, they'll take whoever. So, I don't think they went into that draft thinking they were going to Planning to draft picket. I think they but. knew they didn't want Willis. Yeah. Everybody I, knew I that. Think that. I think, And I think that's how it happened. I think they came, into the, they came into the draft saying they didn't want Willis. And then when Pickett came to 20, they were like, too much value. This, this is great. The Especially for a defensive yeah. guy like, like Mike Tomlin. We can get a button-up, mature guy to run. And they said mature 20 Damn. times in his conference. That's Because that's what a defensive coach wants. A buttoned-up, mature guy to run my shit while we, while we bolster the defense. <laughs> that's, that's a great point. Yeah, that's that's what, a great that's fucking what, point. You know what I mean? That's what a defensive yeah. guy loves. Yeah. Bill Belichick draft Mac Jones to run my shit yeah. while we work on the defense. All right, you Great know what I mean. Strengthening to that point, yeah, yeah that is, that yeah. Is. Whatever my game you're plan right. is, you're gonna shut up. You're gonna take it. That was the that's sex about Mac before. Jones. Yeah. yeah, Alabama already pro. He's buttoned up. Already, he, yeah. he can come in there and play for a guy like Bill Belichick. He I knows how to play football. Yeah, I that's got coach and that's own. Kenny Pickett. He can come in there and play for a guy like Mike Tomlin. He knows how to play football. And I, what we got out yeah. of this bozo last year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. His preseason, honestly, I'll argue his preseason is not be average. It'll be average. It might, it's he not must. Pre- yeah, There's nothing really to prove. He's he got Trubisky the- and Mason Rudolph there. What do you have to prove at all? You don't have to show me anything in preseason. You can have a bomb. You can have a terrible preseason. You're still going to probably start pretty sooner than later. I'm still going to start Trubisky week one. I'm Man. not going to lie to you. I'm still going to start Trubisky week one. Um, I'm scared to say it, but people. People treat people might like revolt. Herbert. Yeah, only because Herbert's this freakishly like Frankenstein athlete. He's this fucker that like walking in the house. You're just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, what yeah, fuck are you? yeah, yeah. What the what the fuck are you from, man? Yeah. Like, he's what's, this, what's not like about him throwing the yeah, ball? Pickets, yeah. Pickett's six three. He looks like an athlete, but it's not overwhelming. Herbert's this guy that's just like. He, He's six three and has baby hands. Yeah, that's and, the part. And the hands have just become such a huge thing. I want to call him Herbert, but I don't know how much Herbert's specialness is because of his physical traits. Where he's just like, of course you can't bring him down. Like, look at this fuck. He's seeing over the. Line. I mean, we'll see right away though. Well, I, 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 I still remember. Right I still remember that first game Justin Herbert played. He, made, I think he only had like two hundred yards, maybe a touchdown and a pick or something. But I was like, that boy a star, you can man. See it. 
even the throws, the, the throws he was missing, I was like, bro, he's making the right reads and the ball's getting there. But that's why I love the GM <laughs> I was, job. I was like, this. I was like, he's making the right read after the snap, and that ball's getting in the vicinity. He's got to tighten up a bit, <laughs> but that ball is going where I want the ball to go. But he's just. I was like, he was literally just a step off on everything, and I was like, that joke is going to be a star, man. No real shit. We can break it, but uh, we ain't was, even finished, man. Oh, we got, got more. We got to go through Kenny Pickett. So Kenny Pickett's going to be average. We'll break after this. Kenny uh, Pickett's going to be average. We yeah. got three more. Three more to go through. Oh, go for it. Uh, oh, these other guys are nubs. Whoever Jordan, Jordan Love, Green Bay. Not even a rookie. Not even a new guy. Uh, Jordan Love at Green Bay. The reason I ask about his preseason tape because Aaron Rodgers signing a three-year, $150 million extension. Uh, sir, what do you want? To, you've been there for three years already fucking around on the bench. Are you going to be there for three more with yeah. your thumb up your ass while this guy gets rich? One, what are you doing with your career? One more. Hope someone signs him, and he he, he can't do anything. He can score 10 touchdowns in a preseason game. You going to start him over Aaron Rodgers? No, it's a, the point is an audition for a trade. That's uh, my that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, he better my shoot thing for is, 10. And this this is why I feel like his preseason is, is a make or break because if Jordan Love comes out for four games and looks solid, runs the offense, scores touchdowns, and then demands a trade week one, you're telling me he doesn't have some suitors? He does, but I'd say this. In a league that talks, especially like Garoppolo, for some reason Garoppolo, even second-round pick, gathered this like, hey, he can play young, trust He's me. hurt. No, I'm just saying though. But but think back, like Garopp- I'm saying, Garoppolo's injury, injury is why he ain't worth. Nothing. But no, but think, but early Garoppolo before you knew injury, before you just saw when like every time he steps in for Tom Brady, this nigga fucking wins somehow. Mm. That Garoppolo, think of that. Somehow Niggas that, were chomping at the bit for him though. That's my point. That's the difference. Nobody's chomping at the bit for Jordan Love. That's He's got to attract so suitors. Went, went, right, I don't think Jimmy, he does. Jimmy G played. I don't even think what Jimmy G season he does. Jimmy G played four games and they had people questioning great. if Tom Grady was even good. That's my. They were like, is Brady good? Yeah, that's my point. He's already killed his value by the times you've seen him. You've seen him in games, and you're not wow. You're like, hey, uh, right. so, so you say Jordan Love he doesn't, has matter, a, he he can, doesn't have a chance. He, he can't. He can't play up his value. Not in preseason. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it, no none, Love. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing uh, to me. Got you. Yeah. New England Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones. They drafted last year. Played all year. He even got to the Pro Bowl, I believe. Uh, this year they drafted the hundred hundred and forty fifth pick, Bailey Zappi. Out of Western Kentucky. Uh, I don't know. Western Kentucky must be a shit school, but this guy threw yeah. for 5,957 yards <laughs> and 62 touchdowns against 11 interceptions. I'll say uh, that one more time. 5,957 <laughs> yards and 62 touchdowns against 11 interceptions. Good Lord, man. And that's not a joke. That's a human being. That's he, a human he, being. He, he threw he threw his goddamn ass off. That guy was throwing for four hundred three. And I'm and I'm not gonna. I'm just saying. I, I I don't care. I understand competition, but I'm like, bro, you are you've got to feel yourself to some extent, man. You're you're used to throwing four hundred yard games. Um, regardless of the competition, I feel like you're coming in here with some kind of. Com- I feel no. like you're coming in here with a level of confidence that a guy that threw two passes in an NFL game might not possess. Uh, I think Mac Joe people are, people are saying this guy is just a backup. Bella, uh, people drafted Tom Brady's replacement. Uh, Belichick drafted a whole bunch of quarterbacks under Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was winning games, uh, conference championships, and Super Bowls. Uh, right. Mac Jones had a so-so season. <laughs> yeah. It was a good season for a rookie, but he didn't do anything spectacular. He did exactly as well as you thought he would do in a Bill Belichick offense, and the problem with Mac Jones is I didn't see a whole lot of uh, – I saw a lot of floor, and I saw a lot of ceiling too. Yeah, I, you can't help but feel like depending on the game you watch for Matt. He's only yeah, he's only it was only his rookie year, but you can't help but feel like you just watched his ceiling. I can't help but feel like I just watched Matt Jones' ceiling. 
I don't think Matt Jones is going to get drastically better. I think bringing in a guy that threw for 6,000 yards you know and 62 what? touchdowns is not necessarily a backup. He's a threat to take your job. This is where uh, this is where I'll push on this. My theory, GM Flynn feels this way about certain quarterbacks. Um, Matt passed my eye, barely. But I'll say this, passing my eye, I think with quarterbacks like him, Eli, Flacco's, they get hot. They got enough of it. That's what you kind of bet on. It's a gamble. Don't get me wrong. With Mahomes, you go in the playoffs, 50-50 chance, 50% chance we might win the Super Bowl. With them, 22, but we still take the gamble, I think. I think in some franchises, stop at the 22%. It's like, all right, we get in the playoffs. You know, we got a one in four chance of winning this bitch. I think those are those guys. They get hot. Mm. I think he's got enough to get hot to where I wouldn't you're give up about, on You're talking about Mac, Mac Jones, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I saw enough to feel like I could see him go on a four-game heater. I'll put it like this. You know, I could see him go on a four-game heater. Mac Jones better grab his fucking bootstraps and pray to God that the only reason this guy was able to pull that shit off was because of the school he went to. Because if any of that translates, yeah. Mac Jones loses his job because that's where the league is going. It's that simple. It's that's what 400 yard game, 62 yards a see. That's where the league, somebody that's going to go out there and throw a pill, somebody that would rather throw up on themselves and throw four interceptions before they throw two passes a game. But they'll never, New England will never adopt that. They're going to have to. Do they want to win games? They're never going to beat the Bills with what they got. Yeah, not You're never beating up. the Bills with what you got. And that's what I say. I feel like this guy, Zappy, if he does, if we see flashes in preseason, if he does show us some of that gunslinging, it's going to put New England in a position where it's going to be adapt or die because your current business model got its ass whipped by Buffalo. And Buffalo just got better. They just they just got better on defense. They just signed fucking, uh, 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 what's his name's brother? Um, Dalvin Cook's younger brother. Oh, yeah, they just inked that. him. Yeah, like, yeah. Buffalo's still on the up and up. You guys can't compete with Buffalo with Mac Jones. It's not yeah. happening. Yeah. You know it's not happening. If you know nothing else, you know you're not going to be able to consistently compete with Josh Allen when your quarterback is Mac Jones. Yeah, everybody in that division is looking up. You yeah. know that. Everybody's Buffalo, looking forward. Yeah. And that's what I say. Mac Jones, it's going to be – I just don't feel like this guy, if any of his game translates, I feel like Mac Jones is going to be in trouble. So, for me, personally, New England preseason games with Bailey Zappi, uh, they're going to be some much-watch TV for me. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be so much watch TV for me. For me, I I won't drink the Kool Aid on them. It's a great story. Great yeah, story. It sounds great, and I, I feel it. Like there's a lot of fluff. There's a whole lot of fluff. I just think they're New England's just too whatever. They're just too whatever. To I mean, maybe maybe three years from now, maybe I don't know. I think my only my only reservation is it may be fluff in a sense that it's like he threw he threw six thousand yards. All he he did he had all these numbers and nobody fucking heard of him. I think the level of competition matters because when Joe Burrow did similar things, people were really just down on their knees, sucking him off, <laughs> saying he had the absolute best college season that has ever <laughs> happened in the history of ever. And this guy broke all his records, and nobody's even talking about him. So he might have been playing against scrubs. No, he was. He was definitely playing the scrubs. Yeah, he, he was definitely playing the scrubs. So there's that. So, but still, must see for me. Uh, our last one, and then we're going to break. Uh, Matt Coral for Carolina. I had him down to me as the uh, quarterback guess. with the biggest expectations. I got his To me, he has the biggest weight on his shoulders because they have nothing at quarterback. Uh, you're you're literally. You know what you're You know what you have to prove. You're better than 
<laughs> you have to you have to come in and you have to be better than Matt. You have to be better yeah. than fucking uh, what's his name, ben. Sam Darnold. You got to yeah. be better than fucking uh, Baker Mayfield because they didn't trade for Baker Mayfield. They got you instead. They got you instead. They they they. they, they which I commend. I commend. I would have took. These young boys. I would have took Coral over Baker Mayfield. I, I would. There's nobody in. There's not a single quarterback in this draft. I wouldn't have taken over Baker Mayfield right Baker now. Baker drunken ate his way out the league. He doesn't. He should look like Russell Wilson. I'll say this about Russell. Russell always looks in shape. Every time you see Russell, <laughs> he always looks ready to throw a ball. Every time you see Russell, he's a little guy. He's got a smaller stature, but he always looks in shape. Baker all, does not. He's always, always look ready in to shape. throw a ball, man. Yeah, so I'd say that Baker probably ate and, and smoked his way out the league. But uh, back back to what you were saying about Corral. Uh, I, I just think he's ass. I, I don't like him leaving Lane. I don't like Lane Kiff. Too much RPO. It was too yeah. much RPO. It was way too much. I don't. He's learning curve. He, a nigga taught him to play football one way for three years. You think I'm going to be able to take this fucker? I'm a GM. I'm, I'm not teaching this nigga how to play football. That's not my job. I'm drafting niggas ready for the job. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Send him down to Doug Peterson if he want to run yeah, RPO. I'm, I'm supposed to be sharpening an already. I'm supposed yeah, to be sharpening so, something that's a weapon already. I'm so not great. supposed to be making and it. Into, yeah. And then he's running into Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo. Yeah. He's, he's two not, bozos. Yeah. <laughs> two fucking jackasses. To, no, me, he's to me, he's got the biggest expectations, though, man. I feel like he's got the biggest expectations he's on his shoulders. Because he's, he's, to me, out of everybody, I, I look at everybody Everybody out of everybody that we just named, he's the only person coming in with the pressure of be, being that guy. I feel like Desmond Ritter isn't even necessarily coming in with the pressure of being that guy. Yeah. Because you got Mariota. Literally, there's still the whole Mariota's second chance at a starting job. He was a yeah. starter in Tennessee, lost it to Matt, uh, lost it to Tannehill, traded to the Raiders, came in and filled in a little bit for Derek Carr here and there, in which he played kind of well enough for people to take a look at him. And yeah. now he's getting another shot at ATL during a rebuild phase. Which That's still a storyline. It's, that takes pressure off Desmond Ritter. That's still a storyline that exists on your team. Tell me a storyline that exists on the Carolina Panthers uh, other than Sam Darnold sucking, Cam Newton sucking, and their only option at quarterback being potentially trading for Baker Mayfield. Well, you got a great point on on the part where, uh, man, long story short, he his expectation of being the starter and because there's nothing in front of him is going to doom him. He's going to have the biggest learning curve out of all these people. Fans aren't going to understand that. Fans aren't going to sit here and listen to me and you and be like, you know what? His learning curve is going to come from the RPO, bro. Niggas don't want to hear this. No, it won't. He's got to sit behind behind Sam Darnold, man. That's a a hot seat behind Sam Darnold, man. You can be throwing in there any week. Unless they go Super Mike Shannon, which I again to Matt Ben McAdoo, mm. your OC, I I don't see it. But anyway, unless they go Ben McAdoo, jazz, I mean, jazz up the book with lots of RPOs. Unless what they he likes to do, cater to his whole, they're not gonna make it. They're not gonna fucking make it. I think Corral has some great. That's the weird part when you look back at draft picks, though, because honestly, Mayfield, what what they told you in this draft. Is Mayfield, Mayfield looking back at it as a fifth round pick or whatever the yeah. lower third, fourth? Yeah, you took this guy number one overall. That's like a fifth yeah. round. Yeah, easier money. What? Yeah, we just you know Mayfield. You're not better. Yeah, he's a bust. Than these guys, he, he, I feel like it's safe to call him a bust. Man. Yeah. None of the teams that needed you. Those eleven games he won to take him to the playoffs was more about the team around him himself, man. I think he and just And that's why he couldn't go do he couldn't go any farther. I think he was a habits guy. I think if he had, was a real worker grinder, 
But I, I, cause he early, the early success, he was playing well early. And then just time kept going and going. Had a running yeah. game. Yeah, had a good line. I he mean, never struck me as a student of the game guy. Yeah, he just he's real douchebaggy. A lot of commercials. A lot yeah, of, right, uh, right. I was like, you're better on your commercials than you are at your game, man. Like, again, I speak know. to his weight, man. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers didn't start doing commercials till what? Yeah. Ten years in. I get how, <laughs> the discount double check didn't come till yeah. after a Super Bowl. And, and I get how asshole it is to talk to another human being about their weight, but I, I, I feel the Pat Riley, man. Maybe we ain't here getting BMIs, man. Maybe we're getting body mass index. Maybe we figuring out where yet and then holding you accountable. Is he that? He's not even fat, bro. He's not, but he doesn't. To be his stature, you got to be an athlete. I'm gonna be honest. To be at that level. Yeah, you yeah. got it. Got to be you a reason you, you don't look like a nigga at LA. Fitness. You can't look like a frat boy. Yeah. yeah, you can't look like a nigga at LA Fitness. You just can't. I can't walk in and see some guy. And I'm just like mm, probably a little more ripped than Baker. I shouldn't be able to do that. Not for me, James Winston. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But guys that you that, look at, hey, that nigga James uh, Winston looks so out of shape. Flabby. Yeah, I'm telling you, you shouldn't be able he, to do that. He do not look like a professional athlete. Bro. And I get, hey, when they be showing his training <laughs> videos, I be cracking the fuck up, bro. I'm like, this nigga do not look like a pro athlete, man. And a lot of niggas like to harp on uh, uh, fucking uh, God, what is that shit called? Uh, uh, genetics. But yeah, that shit ain't genetics. That motherfucker, this nigga. But man, hey, you seen they uh, that draft they trade. Uh, they shipped off that nigga Hollywood Brown. Yeah, shipped him off to uh, shipped him off to fucking uh, Arizona, man. That nigga Hollywood wants to get paid, man. He said he ain't gonna get no check here in fucking Baltimore, man. Yeah, but his numbers will go up because Kyle's gonna pepper him. D Hop got uh, suspended for PEDs, man. He got a seven game suspension, man. They found PEDs in his blood. He said he don't say he does holistic medicine. Doesn't know how it happened. Said in ten yeah, years, in ten years, in ten years, I've ne- he had to throw that in your face. And I played for ten years, and I've never came up dirty for no PEDs. I don't know what happened, but I'll take responsibility, and I'll let you guys know when there's further information. When I do some investigation on my team, I'm terribly. I, these- I apologize to the fans, the Cardinals. After I do these seven games, yeah, yeah. you're done. Yeah. So, so Hollywood has seven games to flirt around, man. Mm. But uh, is Hollywood that guy? guy? Hollywood a number one guy? I mean, no. Been, I mean, but he's perfect situation to be a two. Yeah, to come on that team, he's gonna be the number two on that team immediately. They, they keep yeah. shooting themselves in the foot. That's the worst news they could get. Oh. Their all pro receiver won't be around for half the season. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Right in the midst of this shit, they just and picked yeah, up in Kyle. the midst of they a just, pissed off quarterback. They just picked, yeah, they just picked up. I mean, and then they're poking at him. They just picked up his fifth option instead of just paying him. I thought that was them kissing his ass. I thought them was you like, thought picking up the fifth option was kicking his, kissing his ass. Oh, fifth option was no, we gonna do this. Uh, they picked up his fifth option, option, which is like thirty four mil or something yeah. like that. Yeah, the I, mean, I would option fucking, was I would just offered him a contract, bro. I would I wouldn't know whatever the fuck he sent me. I would have. Said fuck no to that. You're but on the Cowherd side. I want to give him a contract. Man. I'm against the Cowherd side. You got to man. He's too valuable. I get it. They are valuable. Too valuable. You don't get it. They're too valuable. <laughs> that's, that's, dude, that's, the, that's just it. They you don't said, get to call the shots. You, you said I get it. They're valuable. but that's just what you got to understand. They kind of do. They do. And they kind of do. Good ones. Do. Aaron Rodgers just showed you they do. But good ones do. Kirk Cousins I, showed you they don't need to be good ones. 
Aaron, people are scared. Listen, of Carl. No, I'm trying to listen. People are scared listen, of that guy. Listen, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers showed you a quarterback can call the shots. Yes. Kirk Cousins showed yes. you you can't do much about it. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. why you pay yeah. Kyler Murray. That is why you pay Kyler Murray. No. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers shows you they do run it, and Kirk Cousins shows you. Guess what? You're gonna pay up. But, but I don't pay him because I've seen Kirk. That's the other. Kirk hurts in both respects. Wait, me as a GM, GM Flynn. Kirk, you don't like you don't like forty two hundred yards, thirty one touchdown passes, and eleven interceptions. Not with many playoff wins. You don't like it. And not that's what I see Kyle and, then, and, then, and then and then what you do? And then if you're the Vikings GM, then what do you do? You ship him off, or you don't pay him? And then guess what? You're the Washington fucking Commanders for the next twenty years. Come on, man. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Everybody's terrified of being the Commanders or the Texans. I'm not gonna screwing around with Davis Mills. Listen, Everybody's t- they're terrified I, of being us. I think you think this. I know I don't come to work, and people like seeing me. I know people are just saying hi to just say hi to Wendell. I get it. Everyone's like, well, Wendell's fucking asshole. Why don't you just pay Kyler? Like, what the fuck? He's sticking to his fucking guns. I mean, just pay the fucking quarterback. What else is he going to do? It's going to be more expensive later when you have to pay him eventually. I'm in my office like, I don't know, man. That's what your pride is going to cost The you. only way I pay him is I'm pointing at you, the coach. I'm pointing at the OC. I'm telling everybody listen, in this office, listen, if he doesn't make it, Listen to what it's your not my listen job what is your yours. listen to what your pride is going to cost you. No, no, I, I, that's going to be the caveat. Listen, we'll I'm just pay saying, him, but y'all got to make him work. Listen to what the, uh, you have. Well, to we make. all go down if you you pick up his option this year. You pick up his option because I'm now, not going down. Now, what do you do? You pick up his option out of pride, so you pay him the 34 mil or whatever it is, which is more than he was getting. You pay him I, that, but guess where you are now? Now you're left in a lose lose scenario because one of two things. Well, gonna, I got to overpay him. If he plays well, the price of the brick just went up. If he plays bad, if he plays bad, he's just going to leave and get the price of the brick. Yeah, those are your two options. So he's he's either going to suck and leave. Or play great and rape your pockets. I gotta be on the phone. Then. Those are your two solutions. Or, or option number three. Option number three. You can ass. just pay his ass now. I'm paying him now. I'm stuck with his ass. I'm paying him now, man. Me and you I, just I, I, totally disagree I'm, on this. I'm gonna try to front load the contract. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna try stuck. to. I'm gonna try to put a lot of the money up front. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna try to guarantee as little bit as he'll absolutely. I'm trying to guarantee as little bit as he'll fucking humanly let me. And I'll try to front load the contract, kind of like the DAC joint, where you're getting fat money and like I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to pay you fifty million dollars for the first like two years. I if the next two years I can pay you like forty one or something. I can't marry my GM job to Kyler Murray. That's the problem. Why not? We're You're not, not marrying your GM job to Colin. I'll Murray. marry it to Aaron. I'll marry it to to Patrick. If you don't marry, I'm, so who you want to do? You want to ship him off and marry it to another Josh Rosen? Or another jackass. You're not understanding. <laughs> it's a guy, you know, you, your, your division just got weaker. And you've been to the playoffs. You win games. Like, you're not He'll understanding. you go to Seahawks, to be honest. You, you can't let him go. He's His value is at an all-time. With the Seahawks tanking out, his value is at an all-time fucking they high. they got two tackles. DK Metcalf. They're ready to tank. A new, They're uh, in the Bryce Young in. sweepstakes. They're ready to yeah. tank out. They want a sexy They're quarterback. Ready, and, you're, and you're paying this guy $34 million. He might win 10 games next year. What but the fuck you think he's going to want? But on the sideline if we don't win in the playoffs. And that's the kind of – I can't marry him. I can't. And you have to, bro. I, 
I you know can't. What, you know what it is? It's you, a you, shotgun wedding. You know what it is? That's no. It's, it's a, a standard G- it's a standard case. It's a shotgun wedding. It's a standard case of love yours. No, it's a shotgun wedding. It's a standard wedding. case of love yours. No, the love coaches want, love who's want me to with love you. Him. No. I don't love him. I'm saying love <laughs> yours, man. He's yours. You drafted him. You no. drafted a star, you picked him up. He's got quirky things. There's things about him you don't like, but guess what? Guess what? No. Guess what? Kingsbury no. brought him to the dance. I didn't bring him to the dance. You signed off on it. Yeah, you knew what he, you knew what he was. You well, knew you knew she didn't talk a lot. You knew she didn't like to go out to the club. You knew she read books. You knew she needed to be alone, <laughs> but she was fine as fuck, and you wanted her, so yeah. you married her. So guess what? She was and, fine and, on she's, some and she's nights. been the same woman, and she hasn't cheated on you. She's been faithful, and now she's just asking for a little bit more of you. She's okay. asking for a little bit more of you, and because she's not one of these chicks you're out here fucking off with Saturday night. You're questioning of whether or not she should have more. She's, and what I'm saying is that you just pay her. You just fucking pay her. You just put the money in your wife's goddamn hand, and you live to fight another day. And they're playing pinochle, and guess what? He's going to want a Deshaun Watson contract next year if he plays well. And if he doesn't play well, yeah. he's going to say, fuck you guys. I'm leaving. Bet on, look, bet I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to tell you to bet on yourself, man. Yeah. Tell like, him, bet on yourself, you're young tell, man. Oh, my God. So you're going to get nothing. GM Flim is getting nothing. I'm not getting shotgun help. GM Flim, for his pride, he he's letting Kyler Murray walk out the door. He can talk. He's going to then proceed to draft and fart around. And it's so funny you have this position from a franchise talk. that's been spinning their wheels and farting around for 20 years on quarterbacks. 20 years. 20 years we've been farting around. And you sit here with a straight face and say, let a guy know that, I, that let a guy that's dynamic and can get it done walk out the door. Possibly, that's if he nuts. if he can't swallow his own pride, that's nuts. No, if he can't that's swallow nuts. his, he's own pride. a kid. We're here. To, we're here to teach him. We're gonna let him grow up here. He's gonna grow up on the Falcon team, much like Kobe Bryant grew up on the Lakers. This young man's gonna grow up on the on the Arizona Cardinals. Now let's see. He's saying all the right things. People are tweeting about the nonsense. He's saying, "Hell no, I'm a Cardinal for life, baby. I want to win Super Bowls here. I'm not trying to go anywhere." That's that's what he's got. The, G, the, the owner is saying there's zero chance we trade Kyler Murray. He's retweeting it 100. He wants, he wants to be here, but he, he just wants money. he wants to be paid. He's nervous. He's nervous. All right. Then he's I walk nervous. out of the office. You know what I do? I say we pay him. You got to be mature. He's blood, nervous. This blood's on your hands. He's nervous. In your hands. I'll and take that. We're and all I, and I'm I, pointing I, at everybody and, in that and room. And you know why I'll take that seven days a week? Because if, we, because if we ship him off, who the fuck going to be in this dome? If I get fired... We're all getting fired in this room. We ship, I'm letting everybody know. We sh- we ship I him off. Bad-mouthing all of y'all. We ship him <laughs> off. What do we do then? What do we know. do? I don't know. What but do we do? We're paying an we're year. paying an asinine money for D Hopkins. We just traded away picks for Hollywood Brown. What do we do That's if we trade this guy away? We're we paying Zach Ertz. What what do we do? What do we do? We're here to make a run and be competitive. That means paying this guy. This guy knows. I can't be mad at you for being a savvy businessman. I can't be mad at you for seeing that you have a you have a disposable resource in your body, and you see it getting disposed of a little quicker than you imagine. So you're asking for some more of this, a little, little more of this, a little security. I need to well, maximize that low value that well, I'm getting. But guess what? Then we'll talk. But guess what? Much much like in COVID, how the prices of houses went up. Yeah. In the NFL. The price of the quarterback went up. The price of the brick. The, the, uh, a fucking, get, a fucking yeah. pervert just signed $230 million. He ain't Listen, even played in a year. The price of the brick is going up. That's one of the most constant in the watch. When Marlo up. walks into that fucking meeting, and literally that's his first statement. He, doesn't look, he, he addresses the board, and literally looks at every fucking gangster and says, and no, no, he ends the fucking shit, my bad. 
And the price of the brick just went up. And no questions. The price of the brick Everybody had questions, but no one could yeah, ask. No questions were fielded. <laughs> yes, he said it, and everybody wanted to be like, how? Why? Price, Wait, what? Price of the brick going up, man. Yeah, I took and, over the bricks. And, and that's what and that's what the Cardinals are screwing with, man. The price of the brick is going through yes. the roof. D-hops on PEDs, man. That's it's, the only thing where we're like, I'm losing leverage there. Because I don't want to lose the fan base. Yeah. The fan base is important too. I can make him the, the fan villain base without D Hop. I mean, with D Hop, I can make him the villain. Without D Hop, I look like the villain. You I look, look like, like a jackass. Yeah, I don't. Like, and, I don't care and, about. Winning. And you don't have D Hop again. There's more no D Hop. <laughs> there's more. There's more no D Hop. He just got Hollywood Brown. But now Who, I who's gonna who's gonna throw Hollywood Brown passes? Trace McSorley. Who the <laughs> fuck is back there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gotta crawl back. Col- Colt McCoy. You want sixteen games of Colt McCoy? Now the price of him just went up. He Colt know, McCoy. Yeah, he, he know how I feel about him. You know, Murray know how I feel about him. He price of him just went up. Yeah, a couple extra million just now. He yeah, made you it just hard. picked up yeah. the option there, like. Yeah, now Maybe you want me because D-Hop gone. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're playing you're playing a stupid game. I get it. I get all the emotions. Everything, I'll put it like Pat. this. I'll meet you halfway. I don't disagree with how you feel. Just from a business standpoint, it's just not feasible. Like, yeah. I would have to look myself in the mirror and say, yes, yeah, this guy's acting like a spoiled little fucking kid, and he not, he's not even doing anything. This nigga, yeah, you can play, but you're not leading men. You're not. You're fucking off by yourself. There's tapes all you. You know what I mean? There, there's. It's the only way I'd have to do. You don't really have the right to stop and ask me for this money, but the alternative to giving you this money is horrendous. If I could, and you know that, and I know that, so that puts me in a position of weakness. If I knew it wasn't my last stand at GM. I'd sign him, make him look like a fool without D-Hop, wipe my hands, and then at my next interview say, I told everybody in that building, we should get Kyler. That's my only other gamble because if you bring him. You can still trade him if you fly. If he has a bad year, if you give him the money and he has a bad year, he's still tradable. Somebody will pick his contract up if you don't let it. If you don't let it go on too long. One bad year, he's still movable. Two bad years back to back, I don't know. He's not Carson Wentz. I'll say this. Football (laughs) GMs don't move. I'll say that. I I don't think he's Wilson. I think the reason Wilson works is because it can't miss. I don't know if GMs take chances on trading. I don't. And to me, not with the sex appeal of a strong draft next year, the, the all those other scenarios. Where you it's think like, if Kyler Murray hits the market, nobody's going to trade for him? Not after I pay for him and, and you take on that cap hit. I don't know. Uh, the, 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 the where he's at now, yeah. But after a, after a soft season? After a 40, 50 million hit, I don't know who wants him. That's the difference. That's the make that's the Mayfield. To be honest, I mean you get the talent level at Mayfield around 26, 27, 28 quarterback. Nigga, Mayfield's only on on the books for 18 million, and niggas don't want to take that. He's, he's better cheap, than Drew Locke. He's cheaper than Jimmy Garoppolo. That's yeah, he's better than Drew Locke. Right. But the money is the other caveat you look at. I'm not paying you eighteen million dollars. Drew Locke's fucking I'd, three. I'd rather draft two yeah. fucking tackles, a tight end, yeah. and build this bitch up. To yeah. get no, sexy. I feel I feel that hundred percent. I'm not I'm not paying <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. I'm yeah. not paying pay I'd rather Baker use all that money. Yeah. I'd rather use all that money for you yeah. and go Claire, get some sexy. Cleveland Cleveland pieces. is not getting out yeah. of paying him eighteen million dollars. Seahawks. I, yeah. Nobody I'll say this. Cleveland, you're not getting out of paying him that money, Cleveland. Seahawks bought that LA Fitness gym membership. With the two tackles, they're getting back to who they are. Uh, Russell, he didn't love us for running. We're not going to change who we are, though. Yeah. They're going to get sick. They're going to yeah. run that We're going to keep running it. They're not yeah. going to be good this year. 
they're not gonna be good. They got yeah. them two tackles fucking early. They built that offensive line. They even got them another tight end. They probably build next year. They got year. a plan. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna grab a quarterback next year. We like running. Russell did. Yeah. It's gonna be like four and fourteen. We're gonna grab us a dual threat guy in yeah. the draft. Yeah. It rains fucking 40-something weeks out of the year up here. We want running football. Russell didn't like it. That's yeah. fine. Seattle sucks. Yeah. To be honest, yeah, I talk to Dre almost every day. Seattle's a terrible place to live. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Seattle's just fucking nubs. If you live in Seattle, sorry for you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be dead ass. I'd love to talk to anybody that does Seattle radio. It's terrible. I don't live there, but trust me, the things I hear about it, it's awful. Uh, Seattle. Yeah, I mean, who wants to be in Seattle? But anyway. Uh, I say all that to say, yeah, man, they got a plan. They got a plan. They're going to come. They're going to just stay true to them. Pete Carroll, he's old as fuck. It's funny. I realize they keep throwing that stat out. He's the oldest fucking coach in the league. And I was like, damn, how long is he going to hold on? He's in like his 70s. Yeah, Pete Carroll is old as fuck. Yeah. So I don't know how long he can keep doing the job. Like, great. Especially when you got guys, young spry, McVay's. You got, yeah, got chewing gum younger. a thousand miles an hour, just yeah, like he's younger. making calls on the fly. <laughs> this guy like calling the game from his fucking hip. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. He's yeah, get, getting younger. There's <laughs> but, a lot going on on that fucking clipboard. <laughs> yeah. He's getting fucking younger. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought the uh, the Jets had a good draft. They just need that nigga Zach Wilson not to suck. I promise you, it's a huge if. Yeah, it's all on Zach. It's all on him. Me and you, because uh, the they need a better way. coach, though. They got yeah, a defensive rookie head coach. Like, ah. yeah, they're, they're hoping for the Brian, uh, the Brian, whatever that guy's Brian name. Flores. Not even that. The um, Charger guy. He's a defensive dude. Brian, whatever his name is. But no, with those fuckers, um, I promise you, you and I will have one major. Headline about Sauce Gardner off the field. Because when I watch that draft, uh, that draft uh, post, post draft, whatever, when they do that first interview, I said, here's a man that might make some bad decisions with this fourth overall pick money. Well, I don't know. It's just I'm just going to put it that way. The eye test told me. I'd be worried about him in the big city, in the Big Apple. No. <laughs> That's basically the best way. When I looked at that. Ah, what did he do? He came off like a nigga. <laughs> That's basically it. Like, I'm talking a strong nigga, though. Like, man, you know, they love to saw. He had chains on already. It was, it was like, granted, cornerback, different position. If he's my quarterback, I'd be fucking frightened. Uh, he's my corner, so I don't feel terrible. But I'll say this. I don't not expect. That's prime time. I don't. That's what I thought too. I said, Dion, you need a little flash. You need a little self to yourself. Uh, you need a little image. But I'll say this: I don't expect that guy to not make one day our real nonsense. I'm gonna call it. I've never pre-called a real nonsense on a person. He's gonna make a real nonsense in his rookie contract. I promise you. His post draft to me just screamed. I don't know if I should be giving this guy a lot of millions. Uh, he's really good, though, so I have to. Hold up. Let me see. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, pull it up. Uh, uh. I'm telling you, man. You're going to see the hat cock. My body, that I got the butterfly like still, so I don't even know how to, you know, adjust to it. You know, it's a he blessing, do, though, man. I'm excited to be a new got rapper trains sure. on, man. During the pre-draft process, he got, with he got Gucci Mane chains on. Sala, should you be that rich in college? Did they give you any inclination you were going to go this early at number four? 
No, they weren't saying that. You know, they were just expressing how much they liked me. You know how much they like watching me on film, and what kind of how much they like the kind of guy that I am. You know, so it wasn't really any pointer saying we're going to get you at four. That's a me. What guy. did they say would be your fit That's a me in this guy. team? That's a two K. Uh, you know, just being able to come and, and be a sponge, be able to take information from He's other people. All first the of all, personal questions on two K. I'm a great person, so they felt that I'd be a great teammate. He said, "I'm you know, a great person." So I thought I'd be a great teammate. Of course, you know, that, that makes that's me a kind of defense they play. They like playing a lot of man. You know, so they felt like I was a great, I fit, a great scheme fit. That nigga you know, said, I'm a great person, well. so I felt like You've I was a great You've spoken a lot about yourself. growing up in Detroit and overcoming that adversity. What got you to this point? Man, like you said, that adversity, that intrinsic motivation, you know, I've been through a lot of my past, you know, but I, I don't my forget struggles. about it. You that's know, what brought that just me here. Going, uh, just want to always his interview, bro. Yeah, take care of my mind. The that I just got drafted to the New York Jets, you know, I'm going to be able to accomplish that. You call yourself the chosen one. Why is that? Here we go. You know, the two sauces. Because I was always at the bottom of the barrel. You know, since Little League, I ain't have anything. Well, Little League, I was cool. High school, I was at the bottom of the depth chart. Got through again, threw in the fire. Made the most of the opportunity. College, bottom of the depth chart. Threw in the fire. Made the most out of the opportunity. And throughout that whole time, I just kept a strong relationship with God. You know, and I feel like it just paid off. What would you tell young Sauce, who just fell in love with the game of football and just wanted to play football, about the journey you've been on so far? It was a long journey, a long, bumpy journey, bumpy road. Growing up in Detroit and being able to meet my teammates, my future brothers, you know, and just being able to show them the type of guy I am and what I can bring to the team. Congratulations. We can't wait to see you in the green and white. Appreciate it. I can't wait either. Hey man, I love that interview, man. I'm gonna push push back on you, man. I love, I love, I love the interview. I love the chains. There was nothing I didn't like about what I just saw. You didn't get the one where he was stacking the chains, where they were asking him about the chains. (laughs) Uh, He said you didn't get. I I, I pulled up the buttoned up interview. Yeah, the one where they asked him what's up with the chains. Oh, here you go. And he he just was stacking them like, look, you need to see this ice. This is why they called me Sauce (laughs) Baby. I'm telling you, man. No, Sucky, I, I don't know. Having, having a little, 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 little flight added to the, uh, the next yeah. to explain what you got there. Man, how you, uh, how you a new addition, man. Even more sauce. You know, you can't have too much sauce. Just all-purpose sauce right here, man. Yes, the top do come off. It does come off. I ain't going to take it all the way off, but just know. It come off. How do you, how do you go off getting something like that? Man, you, you got to have the right jeweler, man. I feel like it just matches how the guy I am. You know, shout out to Leo Frost. You know, he got me right here at a business just like me, so... It was a great collab. I see your brother and your mother walking the, Let me the, say the this. red carpet with you tonight. Can you tell me what they meant in this whole story to help you get here? I'll say this, and I know I'm going to sound like an old man, but that's not a New England Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they miss out on talent because of that. He said that's not a New England Patriot. Man, that's, not, a cor- that's a cornerback I want on my goddamn football he team. He got man. some swag. I'm not going to lie. That's a cornerback I want on my goddamn I'll football say this. team. I'm not saying he's going to fail out. I'm just saying he's going to make our real nonsense. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying he's talented enough to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. But I, he's going to make a real nonsense. I didn't see nothing I didn't like in that interview. Not even necessarily. That I, I didn't see like nothing it. I didn't like, man. I'll he's, say this. he's coming with the sauce. That's what my defense needs, baby, the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> we just added the sauce. Now that would be our T-shirts. We all just year. added the sauce, man. Are you kidding me? If I'm a New York Jets fan, that on my shirt, we got we the sauce. sauce yeah. We got we the sauce. sauce. No, I'm definitely pushing that average. Come on, man. Don't get picked off, man. Every quarterback that gets picked, man, I got a meme. Oh, you, you've been sauce. You've been sauce, baby. I'm pouring it all. He's got sauce. 
No, that's a hit. That's an Every hit. fucking interception, baby. You got sauced. Oh, you better have a little moniker, man. You better do it. That better be his little joint. Just dump it out, man. Been sauced, nigga. People throw him salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit. It's, he's so brandable. No, I agree with that. He's way more brandable than Jalen Ramsey. I just can guarantee you, in the city of New York, he's going to make our real nonsense. <laughs> I promise you that. With a name like Sauce, he's got to. He's going to be on there one day. He's yeah. got to. Now, I love the Moxie, especially for his position. I, I want to see him do good things. I'm going to be keeping an eye out for him, man. <laughs> I want to see him have a, I want to see a big year from Sauce, man. In, in, in a 1980s term, or no, 1960s term, the kids got Moxie. Yeah. <laughs> you already hear first some real nonsense, man. You've been <laughs> sauced. <laughs> We do need to brand that. We're going to brand it, man. You're getting sauce, man. In, any interception he gets next year, man. We're going to call him out. We're going to sound effect and everything, man. We're going to let him know, man. Hey, man. Monster. You, you've been sauce, man. The Derwin James. Fuck that. The Derwin James. Fuck that, man. You just got sauce, man. You got sauce, man. You heard it here first. Real nonsense. <laughs> Let me put a little bit of excitement up in your lifestyle. You gotta know that times of the essence. I'm talking right now. I can get get rid of that headache. What you doing tonight?